lot of people have told me, oh, you're so strong to go through this. It's not my strength that people see. It's totally God because I'm so weak without Him. Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today in our program, we have Dawn Groders. So Dawn, tell me uh, what we're going to talk about today. Today we're going to talk about um, the Kale Man race. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your family, um, your God story, anything you think we might like to know. Yeah. Um, So I am a wife and a mother. I have a nine-year... He's 10 now. Wow. (laughs) He turned 10 10. a couple weeks ago. So I have a 10-year-old son, Kyler, and then a five-year-old daughter, Kella. Okay. And then we had a son, Kale, who was... Who passed away at 11 and a half months. He would be seven right wow. now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Seven. You're going to tell us about the Killman race, which is taking place very soon. When's mm-hmm. the date? Um, June 24th. Okay. So a little less, a little less than, than two weeks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a hard thing. Tell us why you decided to host the race. Yeah. So um, after Kale passed away, we just really felt like God was calling us to do something hmm. um, with that. And... A race seemed pretty natural for us to do um, since I like to run and when the boys were little that's what I did is I pushed them in a stroller and they loved being outside and so that was pretty natural for us Mm -hmm. but we didn't know what to do with it Mm -hmm. and so um, one morning I remember praying about it when I was running and Mm -hmm. asking God what do you want us to do with this and I I felt very clearly that he was telling he in that moment told me help kids that are already here and help them find loving and godly parents because that's what you were. So do that for other people. And so then that's kind of how the um, race came about and um, all the proceeds go for families that are adopting. Hmm. Fantastic. So let's back up a little bit. We're going to talk about the race a little more, but um, tell me about your God story. So um, I grew up in a Catholic household, so I knew... um, about God. I knew a lot of the things about God that Jesus died on the cross. And I, right. I knew all of those things that were complete head knowledge. Uh-huh. And until um, my husband and I got married and we were searching for a church, um, we, I didn't know what a personal relationship was with Jesus. And so we started going to Cornerstone. And How did you uh, wind up at Cornerstone? We were church shopping. <laughs> oh, but and, was he Catholic? No, he okay. wasn't. He was not Catholic. And so we wanted, We knew we wanted to raise our family. We didn't have kids yet, but we knew we wanted okay. to raise our family in um, in a church. Right. But he was not Catholic. And so we had to just kind of come to a compromise. Let's find something that would both work because I knew it was important right. for him to be a leader in that. Yeah. And so we start. we went to a few churches around Ames and Cornerstone was the church that completely spoke to us. Huh. And so we took the intro to cornerstone class at that time it was like six weeks long okay with jeff dodge and um he in his basement (laughs) um was when um that the light bulb clicked and it wasn't about just going to church on sundays and it wasn't about just head knowledge but it was that i knew i needed to have that personal relationship with jesus and that's when the the turnaround happened yeah and so um god in in the five years that we were attending um, cornerstone before kale passed away god had grown us a lot in our relationship with him and then when kale passed away it was 
like set in stone, this is where you're at, mm. and you are going to use the faith that you've been building to get you through this. Mm. And so that's kind of, like, that was a very defining moment in our yeah. faith in the test that we had to say, okay, now this is where we're at, and we're going we're gonna to use our faith and our trust in God to get us through this. What a gift that you had a church family. Yes. And they were such a blessing to us. Huh. What are some things that people did for you that you just feel like well, they did wouldn't they... have happened had you not been part yeah. of a church family? Yeah. And so they did things like meals and things like that. And that was great because I was not really in the capacity to right. want to cook. And I had, Kyler was um, three and a half at the time when Kale passed away. So we didn't have a, um, so the meals were great, but I had people just giving me random hugs and huh. praying for us. And, and then, um, people that had lost children too, and, and knew what I was experiencing, they reached out to me and they helped just, they would meet, especially one lady would we, meet with me and, uh -huh. um, we would just talk about everything and she would pray with me and, huh. and see where I was at. And she was, <laughs> I call her my unofficial therapist because huh. she, she just, I told yeah. her everything, what right. I was feeling. And, and she had gone through the same thing. Yes. Oh, wow. And so it was really helpful for that, for her and for our church family to to really support us in the way right. that they have. Was it hard to be a mom to Kyler at that time? It was. Yeah. It was. I I often um, feel bad for him because uh -huh. he didn't get the best mom at that time. But I knew I had to just survive. Right. You know, kids are so resilient. God have made him that way. Yeah. And he probably won't even remember that. And you did what you could. You yes. know what I mean? Survival yeah. is what you could do. Yeah. He so. knew I cried a lot. And yeah. Does he remember that now? He, yeah, he does. Okay. He was, um, I think, old enough to, he has very, a few memories of Kale and kind of things that we've told him they used to do together and right. stuff. And he, you know, pictures. Um, but he remembers that I cried a lot. And yeah. Yeah. Stuff, so. Huh. But kids, yet, they're also comforting when you're going through that. Yes. You know, lots of hugs and lots of cuddles. Yes. And he would sing, like, Jesus loves me several times. Oh, or wow. There were several times that I thought, you know, God's totally working through him yeah. to help us at this right. point. Yeah, I always wonder how people who don't have faith in Jesus and his character and the solidity of who he is, mm -hmm. how they get through times like, yes. like you've had. I don't think I would be standing here. Yeah. Without yeah. him. Yeah, because life just seems meaningless. Yeah. When things like that happen. Yeah. So let's talk more about the Kale Man race. Mm -hmm. So you prayed when you were running and had kind of this epiphany, like this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And um, how how did you immediately connect up to like adoptive families? Um, that just, it seemed like we weren't in any place to want to adopt at yeah, that point. Right. And so the best thing that we could do was help other families that were okay and we had known a few families that had adopted two through cornerstone and so um that just seemed like the natural place for uh -huh. us to be able to help because okay. we would raise money with this 5k so we wanted to be able to help the godly families that we knew of uh -huh. through that that's great so is the race like a happy time for your family or is it kind of a time of remembering a little bit of Sad. Yeah. Um, for the most part, it's happy, but it also does re remind us of what we've lost mm -hmm. and how, f and what our life is not like, uh -huh. and what it. Um, but it's a very happy time too. So most of the time, 
if you're at the race, you see me, like, you might see me have tears. Yeah. Most of them are tears of joy because it's huh. just a great, um, a great thing for, to see all those people out there. And, and a great way to remember him. Yes. Yes. But there is a little bit of sadness in yeah. there too. Yeah. Do you ever feel like I'm afraid I'm going to forget? Um, <laughs> not no, him, no. but how he yeah. sounded or looked or. Um, yeah, sometimes I do, but I think it's more about a guilt of oh. if you don't think about him all the time, you start to have a guilt. Right. But life gets busy and you right. have more kids. Right. And, and so, um, if for a while it was a guilt, oh. and, but then I've also realized that, that I'm not, it's okay for me. To not put that guilt on myself. Right. And to say, okay, he's in a much better place. Oh, yeah. He's not worrying about me. Right. He's praising Jesus. And yeah, so who are you feeling guilty for, really? Exactly. Yeah. And so I had to kind of come to terms with not feeling guilty about yeah. that. And to just be in the moment and be a good mom to the kids that right. I had. And right. still miss him. And I still see times where the kids are playing and Think. he should be there. Yeah. But not let that bring complete sadness over right me. does Kella ask about him yes huh. both um Kella asks a lot of questions because she never knew him yeah she never knew him and mm -hmm. a lot of times she'll say well I can't wait to go to heaven and see oh Kale wow and, and stuff and huh. so that's been um it's been really great yeah. to see her ask those questions and right Kyler always asks questions too and, yeah um it gets the older they get yeah sometimes the harder the questions are I bet but um it just it someday I hope that because Kale was, is in heaven, that that would help Kyler understand more and more about who God is and who Jesus is. And it wasn't this horrible thing that happened to us, but it's a, it was a blessing in his life eventually. Huh. And it'll make them look forward to uh, the presence of God yes. in heaven, yep. you know, in a way that maybe other kids couldn't grasp. Yes. So what has God taught you about himself? Through Kill's life and death. Yeah. Um, so he's taught me so much about himself. He um, has taught me that his plan is greater. Hmm. Um, that his plan is better. And that all the plans I have don't... Um, that they may not come... The plans that I had may not come to what I thought they were. But yeah. that he is in ultimate control. And that that's better than if I try and take the control over my life. Um, he's taught me that he's good in no matter what situation we're in, um, even losing Kale, that he was working all things together for his glory and for our good. And How so, long did it take you to get there, though? Um, it's taken a while. Yeah. Um, I always knew that he was good, but... Um, the more and more I look back now, mm -hmm. the easier it's for me to see the good that he's bringing. Hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I think because I was a Christian before he right. passed away, that helped me to just say, okay, God, this is your plan. I don't know what, it, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how it's good right now. Yes. Yeah. But it, it has to be good. Right. Cause I trust you. Huh. Um, and you're good. Yeah, exactly. So huh. Yeah. And so then, um, he's, yeah, he's just taught me that, um, yeah, he's good and, um, his plan is better than ours, even though it yeah. seems like it's not. Yeah. It is. And we can't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And he's trustworthy, like because of those things that he's good and his plan is better. He's trustworthy and I can trust. So how did you what. get to a point of 
knowing God like that before Kill passed away? Um, it was honestly just um, learning, like taking taking my faith and making it my own. Like before I became a Christian, it was just go to church on Sundays and stuff. Huh. But it was reading the Bible. It was huh. um, talking with other women, going to Bible studies, and just learning more about God in that way. And you know, there's other there were other things that happened in our life that were smaller trials than that. And so He had proven Himself in that. Huh. And so. I could then trust him in the big one right. that came our way. Huh. So what has he taught you about yourself? Um, that I, I'm not a good planner. <laughs> um, huh. that I, and that I need him every huh. day. And it's not something that, um, that I, I couldn't have gotten through that without him. And just praying to him and calling out to him and that I needed him. Right? That you're not sufficient on your own. No. We always think we're so strong. Yeah. Until God kind of knocks our feet up from under us. Yes. And then we realize we were never strong in the first place. Exactly. And a lot of people have told me, oh, you're so strong to go through this. It's not my strength mm-hmm. that people see. Mm-hmm. It's totally God because right. I'm so weak huh. without him. Right. Yeah, there's a verse in the Bible, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm-hmm. And, and we have to see that there's joy in knowing Christ. Yes. And then we can be strong even when we're weak. Yeah. You know, and that's when he works is when we're weak. Have you been able to use, uh, Kale's story to tell other people about Jesus? Yes. Um, I think, um, because for some reason, because of that, Mm -hmm. um, it's seems a little easier to show God to people. Right. Through that. Yeah. I can see that. And so, um, it has made it easier yeah. For me to be able to share that. And when you go through something like that too, and our faith was stronger by going through that, right. it made us bo- more bold to be right. able to share. Um, mm-hmm. Because we knew it wasn't on our own that we were getting through this. And so it was easy for us to say, well, it's God that's doing this. And it's God that's helping us through this. Um, and pe- are people pretty responsive to that? Because you have a yeah. real story. It's not like yeah. you're saying, I'm going to try to convert you. I'm just going to share my story with yes. you. Um, they have been, they huh. have been. And so it, it makes it, yeah, it makes it easier to share whether before, I don't know that I would have as much. Hmm. Yeah. It's a real story. People are always, um, I think people that are a little bit broken are more approachable, you know? Yeah. And so maybe you're more approachable in this state than you would have been, mm-hmm. you know, without this yeah. trial. So do you have any encouragement or advice for parents who have lost children? Um, I, I pray that they know Jesus. Oh. Like, I, that's, um, and if they don't, to seek out that. Uh-huh. Because even, you know, we all struggled with questions and why and right. how did, why did this happen to us and stuff. But without knowing God and trusting him, then those questions for us kind of went away as, well, we're not going to ever really know the oh, answer. We're not going to know. We're, we're not, not going to understand. Yes. And so for a while it was like, I need to know, I need to know. But we're not going to know those this side of heaven. And even when we get to heaven, we probably won't care. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if um, they know Jesus and know that he, he can be trusted, then it makes it easier to let go of some of the, the pain and the guilt and the sorrow mm-hmm. and... To just say, okay, I'm here with you this day. Get me through this day. Get me through the next right. day. And now we're six years later. Right. And yeah. Still staying strong. So. Right. Right. 
Yeah, so did taking action, you think, help? Um, for us, it did. Huh. Um, but I don't think it's... I don't think it's required by every parent yeah. that loses a child. I think that um, that was what God called us to do. And he had a much bigger plan with this race than that we originally thought. We were just helping people and remembering Kale. And he's right. got a much bigger plan in that. And so um, it, I think it, that's what he called us to. But not every parent yeah. needs to do that to remember their child. Mm-hmm. Kale will be remembered by us mm-hmm. whether there's a race or not. Right, exactly. And so um, if you feel called to do that, something like that by God, then yeah. do it. But if you're not, then just be willing to share your story. Be willing huh. to help other mothers or fathers that lost children. Be willing to share because it not only helps them, but it helps yeah. you to right. talk about your child. And to exactly. be able to yeah, be... Yeah. Help those mourn with those who mourn and Right. Yeah, and anytime we use a hard situation to introduce people to Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's worthy, you know. Yeah. It's a good cause. And so do you can you tell me about some of the families or how much money you've raised for these adoptive families? Yeah. Give me some numbers, like how many people have been helped by your race or the amount or what yeah. details do you have for me? So um, we've done this race for five years. And so we have um, raised over $61,000 for oh. families. And um, that's helped over 27 families and they're not just cornerstone families they're other families in iowa they're other families in different states and how do you how do they how do you know about them um so they actually know more about us oh they <laughs> so it originally started with more cornerstone families okay and then um the word just kind of started to spread that we were doing these um doing these grants for families for adopting adoption uh-huh. and so they we just started getting more and more applications so oh, so you have them apply yep so okay. they apply on a um, application on our website and then we um, request their home study okay which basically if you start a home study you are you're pretty serious about adopting. Okay. Um, and so... Uh, and so you look through those? Yep, we look through those. Okay. We have um, on our application, we ask for a variety of information. Their God story is one of the things mm-hmm. we ask about mm-hmm. um, and why they want to adopt. Mm-hmm. And then um, then those families can then um, get awarded a grant between 1000 to 3000 hmm. That kind of depends on how much we raise. Right. It depends on right. um, how many kids they're adopting, okay. what their financial need is. Right. Things like that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they, they go to your website, which mm-hmm. is? www.kaelman.org. Dot org. Okay, so if somebody was adopting and said, I heard about this race, they mm-hmm. could just go and fill out an application. Yes. So okay. we are we closed our application process. The last two years, we have gotten an overwhelming response from families really? that are adopting. Okay. So last year, I think we had 40, and we had to cut it off because there's no way that we can... You have re- to go through all of them. Yes. <laughs> and so this year, it was only open for about a month and a half. From, okay. We started January or February 1st and closed it mid-March when we had over 30. Wow. So That's understandable. Yeah. And we, do, we haven't raised enough money to fund 30 applications and families and so we it typically every year is between five to seven families that we're able to help support wow that's impressive yeah so let's go through the details time place cost you know the pancake breakfast why don't you give me all the details okay so the race is june saturday june 24th okay and where is it where's it at it's at ada hayden park in ames iowa and um it is starts at 8 a.m 
We do have same day registration okay. there. So if you don't register online, um, you can still come and walk up, walk up and get registered for adults. It's $25. Okay. Um, and that you get a t-shirt with that and a race bag. And then, um, for kids, um, if you want your kids to get a t-shirt, then it's $10. It okay. just basically helps us cover the cost of yeah. the t-shirt. Okay. So, um, you can, kids and adults, it's family friendly. Um, how far, it's a 5k. It's a 5k. Okay. So that's 3.1 miles. Okay. And yes. how far around Ada Hayden is that? Is that? It's the figure eight. If you oh. do the figure eight around Ada Hayden. Okay. Very good. So, um, tell me about your pancake breakfast. Yes. So we have a pancake breakfast after the race for participants and volunteers. And, um, that's funded by the, um, Ames Police Benefit Association. So we have a couple officers and their wives helping out by, um, making pancakes for everybody. Okay. And you guys have a vested interest in the police force. Why? Yes. yes because my husband's a police sergeant for Ames. Okay. And so, um, they've been gracious to help us every year making pancakes and they, they're good at it. <laughs> oh, good. That's kind of a fun thing, yes. you know, to have an outdoor pancake breakfast yes. after the race. So that's a draw. Is there any other advice or encouragement you would like to give parents or people who might be thinking about coming to the race? We like the tagline, my mother in law thought of it, and it was make adoption an option. And hmm. so, for so many families that they don't, they can't, they don't think adoption is possible because they can't afford it, um, God will make a way for them. Hmm. And He's used our family to be able to help in some way. And a thousand to three thousand dollars doesn't seem a lot when, when you think about adoption costing up to forty thousand dollars, right? But Every little bit helps, helps, and it may get that process along in one spot um, and move it along. And so to just help those families come right. out and help those families, and then also just have a you know family-friendly mm -hmm. time. It's a fun too. environment. Yeah. I've been to a lot of them. So would you like to pray? There's a lot of women listening to this, and some may be women who have lost children. Would you like to pray for any women who feel maybe hopeless right now or um, because they've lost a child or they're facing a hopeless situation mm -hmm. or they don't know Jesus? Mm -hmm. Yep. God, our Father, thank you so much for who you are and um, that you are trustworthy and that you are faithful and um, that you have a good plan. And God, I just pray for um, anyone out there that is just um, hopeless or they have um, lost a child. God, I pray that you bring them comfort and peace that only you can bring. Um, I pray that um, through that, God, that they will come to know you, that they'll um, come to trust you and want to have the desire to know you and love you. And God, I just um, thank you that you love us and that you love us whether we know you or not. And so I just pray for them, God, that you help them to trust you, God. And I also just pray for um, any of the adoptive families that are waiting for their children, God. Um, you wait for us to come. Um, you search us out, but you sometimes wait a long time for us to say yes to you. And so, God, I pray that um, if they're waiting for their children to come home, God, that you give them the patience that they need and that they will know that your plan is good. God, I thank you for all that you have done in our lives and um, the people that have just supported us and surrounded us with um, love and prayers. And God, I just pray that you will continue to work in our lives and that um, you give us uh, just a heart to share the gospel, to um, show people who you are, and to just focus on what is most important in our lives.
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I know that Kale's death is a wound that won't ever be healed until you see him again in heaven, but what a cool thing that you're doing this race for people who either can't have children or want to add to their family. Mm -hmm. So thanks for doing that, and thanks for meeting us. And yes. um, why don't you give me one more time the website, and then we'll also link it at the bottom of okay. the... Yeah, so your website is... It's kaleman.org, so www.kaelman.org. And um, you can register on there up until the Thursday before the race. And the date of the race is? June 24th. All right. So we hope all of our listeners listen to this and get signed up and come and support Adoptive Families. Yes, that would be great. Well, thanks for meeting with us today, Don. Yes. Fantastic. Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?